Hey friend, I'm so honored to share space with you right now. Why? Because when we share space, there's no dark corner left behind. We shed light where it's dark by challenging our perspectives and the parts of our mindset that are limiting and even contributing to the parts of us that are unfulfilled. We dig to bring clarity to our mind and by God's grace, even peace for our soul. So if you're really ready to start digging, I'm Coach K Jones and it's Tuesday. So let's talk. Hey, you guys, back at it again with another episode of Tuesday Talk, the podcast. Okay, so last week, um, I did an interview with Sydney Brown, and we had a discussion about, you know, God's love language. That was the title of the podcast. And basically, what a love language is, is the way a person expresses love versus the way a person receives that love that you're given. And so we did the episode based on God's love language, which is basically like, you know, what we're doing versus what God truly desires from us. And so the best way that I can give an example is if all you want is quality time with your partner, but your partner just keeps giving you gifts. Like, you know, your partner loves you, but it's also like their love is not necessarily you're not able to reciprocate it in the way that really fulfills you. And so with God, it's like, OK, you know, I go to church and I pay my tithes. Therefore, me and God's relationship is good when the whole time God is desiring a relationship with you personally God wants quality time with you and so God knows that you love him but is it really resonating and filling his cup in the way that he desires and so with this episode I want to specifically talk about the relationship styles with God so one thing that I want to point out is I saw a post on social media and it kind of just, I don't know, it, it stirred up something in my spirit and not necessarily in a bad way, but it was just something that I wanted to pick apart. And what the screenshot said was, because I did screenshot it just so I could really sit there and look at it and pick apart why it was disturbing me. Um, but the screenshot basically said, God said, I will fund your vision. Every roadblock will be moved and I will give you success beyond your wildest dreams. Now, anyone who is truly walking with God and is truly in communion with God, y'all know that that statement alone comes with so much small print and fine print that that person, whoever posted this was not necessarily reading or in tune with, you know, this was basically the God of dopamine that they were writing this post from. Um, this was, you know, the feel good God, the, oh yeah, God will give you everything that you desire type of God. And that's a relationship style within itself. Now, the way I picked it apart was this. So even though those things could be true, and I'm just going to read it again, before I pick it apart, it says, God said, not the person said, but they said, God said, I will fund your vision. Every roadblock will be moved and I will give you success beyond your wildest dream. The way that I read it with the fine print is, I will fund your vision as long as it's in alignment with my perfect will for you. Every roadblock will be moved 
once you've learned the lesson and reason on why it was there and I may not even move it, you know, for your protection, it may not even be something that needs to be moved. And I will give you success beyond your wildest dreams. So long as you seek the kingdom of God first. And being in a relationship with God, that's something that I've learned. Like, it's not all about what I want. It's not all about my desires. Like God has a reason for everything and he has a specific way of doing things. So just because God you know, just because God can, it doesn't automatically mean that he will. And that's where there is confusion. And that screenshot to me just screams you pushing your personal agenda on God and he will not honor that if your agenda is not aligned with his agenda for you, his perfect will for you. One of those things where you may not understand it now, but you will absolutely thank him later. And like, yes, the Bible says asking it shall be given in Matthew chapter seven. But also in the chapter right before that, Matthew chapter six, it says your heavenly father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. You're either serving your vision and your desires or you're serving the God who has the ability to provide them. But again, just because God can doesn't mean that he will. God is not a genie in the bottle. And that's one of the relationship styles that people have with God. So friend, as I go through these different types of relationship styles with God from, you know, things that I've observed and also relationship styles that I've gone through with God myself, I need y'all to hear this episode with your spiritual ears as I try to paint the picture of these different relationship styles. I'm going to go through at least five of them that I could actually pinpoint. And of course, this is one of those things that I thought about randomly at three in the morning. Of course, not randomly, you know, God placed it on my spirit, but this is what he gave to me. So relationship style number one, friends with benefits, right? You're just having, you know, you're coasting and you're having a time of your life. You know, it feels good to have all your needs met and still live how you want. But the second God takes a moment and puts a pause on the benefits of being connected with him to stop and ask you, what is this? What are we doing? You know, God takes a moment and ceases the benefits to ask you for a real commitment. And then you have the stuck face and you're quick to answer with, we're just friends. I thought we was just having a good time. God wants a fully committed relationship with you, but you put him in the friend zone only for a couple months or a year to go by. And now you want to settle down. Now, the great thing about God is he will be there and still ready for that commitment. But y'all, it's not guaranteed that we're here for a long time. So you want to go ahead and get right now. Stop playing with God and, you know, accepting all the benefits and not really taking the time to value and appreciate the relationship that you could have with him. The next relationship style is a toxic relationship. So with this relationship, there's some manipulation involved. And while we can't manipulate God, we love to think that we can, right? The deception of praying with unclean motives in our heart as if he doesn't know our heart taking advantage of God and his unconditional love for us with empty promises of doing better. You know, the Lord, if you get me out of this, this time, I promise I'll never do it again. Knowing good and well, we're just hoping the situation doesn't present itself again, because if it does, we will in fact do it again. And when God gets us out of this situation, we think we pulled a fast one when in reality, he loves us enough to extend grace and mercy. 
And maybe you really did think you wouldn't do it again. Maybe you really had the intention not to when you prayed. And even though God knew we'd do it again, his love for us never changed. He takes the empty promises in hopes that it'll open your eyes up to see your own flaws when you in fact fail again at keeping your promise just to instill a longer lasting change in you. This is toxic, y'all. First of all, God is all-knowing. He's all-knowing. We can't manipulate God. We can't deceive God. Everything that goes on within us, God already knows. He already knows about it. And in that moment where you were asking him to get you out of something and telling him you would never do it again, in that moment, you really may have believed you wouldn't do it because that's how shook you were from the consequences that could have rained down on you. But God spared you and he got you out of that situation. But there was still no change of behavior. The best apology is a change of behavior, not just the words that you say. The next um, relationship style. <laughs> this is the casual fling, the on-call God, the emergency contact, the booty call, if you will, in the secular world, right? This is where you only call him when you need, um, when you need something. You only call when you have a need to be met and there is no relationship necessary. There's not even anything more that I need to say on that because a lot of us know what that is. We only call on God when we're in a sticky situation or we only call on God when we have a need to be met. Finances looking funny. Oh, Lord, please just bless me one time. God might bless you. And then after that, he won't hear from you for another another three weeks. God is not an on-call God. He's not a casual fling. He is a God that deserves to be valued. He is a God that deserves a relationship and a commitment. The next relationship style is the roommate style relationship. The, the relationship goals, you know, when you see people on Instagram and you'd be like, oh, they are so goals. Yeah, this is that, this is going to be that relationship style. This is the one where you go to church and you got a Bible in your nightstand and you say, look at God or won't he do it a couple times a day in conversation with other people. You repost a few posts on your social media that say you believe in God. You might even throw a God is great. God is good. And we thank him for our food prayer in there before dinner for a little razzle dazzle. On the outside, your relationship with God appears to be goals. But behind closed doors. You and God have this roommate style relationship. When you go out in public, y'all appear to be perfect, right? Y'all appear to be the perfect pair. But when you go home, y'all don't even talk to each other beyond your daily household task or routine. There's no intimacy between you and God. In this relationship style, there is no intimacy there. It's just a checklist of you doing what you feel you're supposed to do, just enough to prove to the public eye that you believe in God, but not, but not enough to fully and confidently say you have a relationship with him. A relationship, whether with God or just in general, requires intimacy, requires quality time, requires you getting to know one another, requires time spent with each other. Not just a couple posts to show that y'all are together, but there's no real relationship behind it. The next and last relationship style, but definitely not the least. Like I said, these were just the ones that I could think of right off the bat. 
Um, but the last one, of course, is the healthy relationship. The healthy relationship, there is an equal exchange. You're not just getting out of the relationship what you need, but you're also filling God's cup as well. It's an equal exchange that doesn't always look like 50-50, but there will be some days when you can only give 20, but the God we serve won't just meet you with the other 80. He'll meet that 20 tenfold. There will be days you um, you have God, I mean, there'll be days that you gave God absolutely nothing, but he still shows up for you simply because he loves you. And there will be other days when you're given the majority, those days where you feel like you may not be hearing from God. And maybe that day you, the day you gave 20, you weren't spending as much time with God as you usually do. So you spend the next couple of days putting up 80 and more just to let God know you're still in it with him and you haven't forgotten him. And you're thanking him for holding you up while you were down. Or days you're given a hundred because you still chose to praise and commune with God. Even when you're not getting what you want out of it in that exact moment, you still choose to show up for him and let him know it's not always just about what he can do for you, but just showing up because you really do love and value him and time spent in the relationship. The healthy relationship is where you value each other, regardless of what the day to day looks like. You don't, you're not just in the relationship because of the way that it benefits you and because of what you can get out of your partner or because of what you can get out of God, but you're in it because you genuinely love God and he genuinely loves you, which there cultivates that equal exchange, that healthy relationship. You guys are in the relationship because you have the same motives with, which is to love each other and give each other everything that you have. And so... With that being said, y'all, I mean, this was a fairly quick episode just because I got on here and I said what I needed to say. So the homework is this. The homework is that you take a moment to reflect on the type of relationship style that you have with God. Or even take a moment to reflect on the relationship style that you have with other people, that you have with your partner or that you have with your friends. Just take a moment to reflect but definitely take a moment to reflect on the way that you are using God or communing with God, because ultimately this is going to be one of the most important relationships of your life. In my personal opinion, from what I've experienced. And of course, you know, this podcast is about, you know, different perspectives and I respect that, but I just know from my perspective, a relationship with God is important. And I've gone through the toxic relationship with God where I've had to ask him to bail me out of things. I've gone through the emergency contact. I've gone through um, the friends with benefits. I've gone through all of it. And there's nothing like the healthy relationship. I've almost gone through all the relationship styles with God in the same way that I was going through them with other people. And there was a post that I saw that said, you know, our relationships with other people will often reflect the type of relationships that we have with God and reflecting on that. Like, I know that may not always be true, but in reflecting on that, I remember when I was in a toxic relationship, I also had a toxic relationship with God. I know that when I was in a casual fling, I needed to use God as an emergency contact to bail me out of some things that I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing. I know that when I thought I was ready to be in a relationship with God, it was very much aesthetic. It wasn't until 
a healthy, I experienced a healthy relationship that I now know how to approach a healthy relationship with God. And that's just something I just thought about, you know, just now. Um, so take a moment as your homework, get your pen and get your notebook and just write out and reflect on what you believe your relationship style is with God and be honest about it. Because when you're honest about it is when you can correct it or continue the good work that you're doing. And I'll just run through it one more time. The relationship style is one, the friends with benefits Two, the toxic relationship. Three, the casual fling, the on-call God, the emergency contact. Four, was the roommate style's aesthetic relationship goals. And five was the healthy relationship. So just take a moment and see where you are with God. Get right if you need to. And I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you guys for sharing space with me today. If you found this episode enlightening, but want more clarity for how to connect these perspectives in your own walk, or even just need overall guidance for your own journey, don't hesitate to book your free discovery session with me at www.soulvibelifestyles.com or even take yourself through one of my 30-day self-guided journals by me and my business partner, Sharice Chambers. The link to both can be found in the show notes. This Tuesday Talk episode was powered by my faithful listeners and coffee funders. For those of you who know, there is no Tuesday Talk episode without my Tuesday Talk coffee and you. If you'd like to contribute a coffee to keep me sharp, you can do so with the link in the show notes. Thank you all for your generous contribution because honestly, what's a woman without God, coffee, and your support? Talk to y'all next week. Thank you for listening.